0: that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes, super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, uplevel your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision making. I'm Chani Olshansky, I'm a mom of four under ten, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. This is our final episode in our five-part series to uh, the Pyramid of Excellence, which is our proprietary process of how to build and sustain schools of excellence. So we started this five-part series really laying the foundation of all the different layers to build your School of Excellence. And over the last couple of weeks, we've gone through survival, disordered, integrated, and this week, we're going over the aligned and legacy phase. So let's dive in. The aligned and legacy stages are so much opportunity um, and so much joy about really coming into this stage. A lot of focus here is about balancing growth and maintaining quality of values, vision, and legacy. Um, You're also really looking at the long-term sustainability of the infrastructure that you've built inside of the organization. There is a very big focus on leadership development in the aligned and legacy phase. So, while we fo- start to focus on leadership development more extensively inside the integrated phase, which I spoke about last week, in the aligned and legacy phase, you're really looking at who are the lifers? Who are your five core people on your admin team, on your leadership team that are going to trailblaze and link arms with you as you go into the next evolution of the company? The reason I call them lifers is because they are your lifers, they're your life jackets, they are your people who will ride and die with you through thick and thin, they know how to make values-based decision-making inside of the organization, and they care about the business in a way that's kind of really hard to describe in words. There's this deep knowing and this internal locus of control of like, I care about the business. And while no one's going to care about the business the way that you do as the owner, you could create lifers on your team. And what I mean by create lifers is you don't hire lifers. You hire really good people that you evolve and grow together into lifers. These lifers are people that are thinking about the business from their position in the company with so much strategy, love, commitment, growth, big picture vision, like they are leaders and visionaries in a little bit of a way as well within their role inside of the organization. So that's a big focus that's in the alliance and legacy phase. Another thing you're looking at is succession planning while continuing to maintain your vision and values beyond your tenure. So leadership development inside of the beginning phases is a lot of the table stakes, the leadership development, like Teaching people what I call the technical aspects of doing their job. So there's technical training and there's leadership training. Inside of survival, disordered, integrating, you're doing a lot of technical training. And in integrated, you're starting to do some more leadership training on like mindset, quality of decision making, all of those things. In the aligned and legacy phase, is where you really start to build the mental capacity and the foresight to be able to develop your leaders at the level that you need to develop them in. Until the aligned and legacy phase, you might still be more heavily involved in a lot of decisions. When you come to this stage, you want to be able to have built a layer of trust down to the financials, right? So. That doesn't mean that you're giving people access to all the company credit cards and bank statements and all of that. But your people, your lifers should be able to use the company card to make decisions up to a certain dollar amount. They should be able to build budgets. You should be able to give them a budget for their department um, and tell them, okay, this is the marketing department's budget. This is the client cares marketing, the client cares Budget, financial budget. This is the leadership development budget. And the person should be able to manage, not just manage the budget, but design the budget. So there's a lot of people that could be really good at managing money, but can you design the budget, right? Can you, do you have the vision and the foresight to say, these are the elements that should go into building a budget for leadership development? These are the elements that should go into building a marketing budget. These are the elements to build a marketing team. These are the elements that we should be designing. And so inside of our customer care team, inside Our client care, all of those things, right? There's only so much brain capacity that you can give to each department in the school as the school grows and kind of goes beyond your little, you know, 10 fingers. And where you need to be from the financial side, which we're gonna talk about in a minute is understanding future assets and opportunities as opposed to managing specific department budgets. So let's go a little bit deeper here. Um, And again, just give some context. This is a great episode to listen to. Even if you're in survival, it's a great episode to listen to whatever stage you're in. But if you're not in the aligned and legacy stage right now, bookmark this episode and come back and listen to it because you're going to hear completely different things. Okay. Cause when you listen to it, when you're in survival, you're not going to hear and understand a lot of things that I'm talking about. If you are in the aligned and legacy phase, amazing. Listen to this episode once and then come back and listen to it again and take notes and some action steps as well. So in today's episode, I'm also going to focus on understanding how to empower the team uh, to grow, to create clear visions, how they could create strategic direction. And more than anything in the aligned and legacy phase is asking yourself as a leader, who do I want to become? How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? What is my legacy? What happens when I'm not here anymore? What am I leaving behind? What is here? This is not in a morbid way. This is not in like, oh, I'm dying. We run the business for so many years. And then it's time to pass the torch to someone else who's going to be running the business in the way that you did. And asking yourself what your legacy is and the imprint that you want to continue to have on the company is a beautiful transition time that happens now. What happens inside the aligned and legacy phase as well is a grief process. Um, And I talk about this a lot in our legacy group with our CEOs and our owners on owner's grief. What happens when you start to pull back from the day to day, from a lot of the decision making, from a lot of the relationships that you've built with parents, with teachers, with key stakeholders? Um, There's a mourning process. And I find a lot of people don't talk about that enough. What is the grief process? What is the mourning process? How do you move out of that gracefully? And how do you look forward to the next season, the next chapter in life? So grief is a really big part of the aligned and legacy phase, which can feel sometimes paradoxical, right? Because this is also a time where you're birthing a new chapter. There's a lot more freedom. There's a lot more financials that you have to work with. You have a lot more resources, but you're also going into a season of grief of mourning of what you used to be involved in and what you're evolving into now. And again, I've said this on every episode, and I say this every time I speak in different places, having mentors and community that can ride with you during all of the seasons is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself um, and your leadership team to be able to have support through all the seasons. So let's divide the aligned and legacy phase. In the aligned phase, you're looking at expanding the reach of the school, possibly creating new programs, new initiatives, looking at other ways to kind of showcase how your school is different and special and unique and kind of some core impact goals. New initiatives is not something you do in the survival stage. Again, for the people in the back, new initiatives are not things you do in the survival stage. I cannot tell you how many people in the survival stage have a to-do list that is five pages long. One of the things we do in the survival stage with our clients, my head of programming does this on our Navigate Your Journey calls. She invites our members to come on and share their to-do lists. Like, here's what I'm thinking about doing in the next month. People's to-do lists are pages long, like actual pages, and like five Google Docs, and ninety percent of the Google Doc is new initiatives that they want to be doing. And my head of programming really supports them through the priority matrix, supports them through understanding what does their focus need to be in survival. New initiatives is not one of them because you're in the survival stage, not the aligned phase. So understanding. You will get to do new initiatives. I promise. I'm not telling you you can never do it again. There's a season for them. There's a season. There's a season to creating new initiatives. There's a season to creating new systems and new processes. There's a season to creating new levels of programming. When you're trying to do all the things, all in the same season, you can't. You burn out. You're exhausted. You're tired. And then you just want to throw everything out. And that's really, really unfortunate. You're aligning stakeholders with the dream. You're empowering all team members to give feedback and growth. You are making decisions about further expansion or going deeper and stronger with whatever you do have currently. You're planning for your exit or selling strategy. Even if you never exit or never sell, having this as a plan is an important part of the aligned phase. In the legacy stage, you're focusing on how to maintain the level of success that you've built for the long run. You're improving the sustainability of your business model, financials. You're looking at acquiring other assets that can build other profitable revenue streams For the company. So assets are not only purchasing another school, there are so many different assets. Some of our legacy clients are writing curriculum books, or writing, writing school curriculum books or writing their own kind of legacy books. Other people are looking at starting other opportunities like podcasting and um, having conversation about their view and perspective on leadership and early childhood. There are so many different assets that you can build. Schools of Excellence podcast is one of my legacy assets, right? I build content here every single week. It's content that lives forever. This is one of my legacy plays I have multiple legacy plays. This is one of them. And so legacy is where you're looking at building assets for the business Because you're not in survival anymore, right? You're not in that disordered survival stage. You have brain space to build assets like this. You are reevaluating vision, interests, personal hobbies, exploration. You're in a different season, right? Nobody moves from survival to legacy in six months, right? It's a process, well, who you were a year ago is very different than who you are right now. And so reevaluating your own personal interests, your own season of life. If you have kids, what age and stage are they in now? Different from when you first started the company. Um, so many people start the schools because of their own young children. And then 15 years later, they're running on this hamster wheel and they're like, I don't know why I'm still doing this. I started it because my I wanted a school for my babies. My babies are graduating high school. Why am I still doing this, right? This is the time when we start to reassess these things. And they're very scary questions. When I have these conversations with clients, it's rarely that there aren't any tears. And tears are beautiful. They signal a point of tenderness inside of our souls that is waiting to be explored, that is waiting to be ignited. And I typically have leaders go spend a day or two by themselves and quiet in a blank canvas. And what they come back with is pretty powerful. It's pretty, pretty powerful. And I consider it such a privilege and an honor to have conversations like this with our legacy leaders because what they build after days like this of quiet is pretty magical and is so aligned with just the bigger mission of Schools of Excellence that I'm just so grateful for. And one of the final things that we work on in legacy is wealth management. So in January of 2023, we... Designed the wealth management advisory inside of our legacy group, and so we invited multiple wealth management advisors, tax strategists, real estate brokers, long-term retirement planners, all of the different people inside of the wealth management circle to come do reoccurring conversations with our legacy members. So what I mean by conversation, not training, is while they're they are doing an element of education and training, it's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of having each leader ask their own conversations to these incredible wealth advisors who charge a lot of money for one-on-one consults but we have you know created the opportunity for people to have these conversations inside of our legacy program So wealth management, right? Building your generational wealth is something you're working on inside of legacy as well. So let's talk a little bit about some of the content that we work on in the aligned and legacy phase. We have our Confidence CEO curriculum, which really provides coaching and training for the entrepreneurs to develop their confidence, their leadership, and their decision-making skills. We're focusing a lot on goal settings, financial management, marketing to help them create a comprehensive business strategy. We work a lot on time management, on team culture, on standards, on creating gratitude, next level gratitude, right? Not survival gratitude. We work a lot on the mindset of managing stress, developing resilience, and your attitude. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Mindset in Aligned and Legacy is about understanding how to manage stress, develop resilience, your attitude, and your capacity for discomfort. This is a big part of the mindset game inside of the aligned and legacy phase some of us, most of us are very good at tolerating discomfort when we're in crisis, when we're in the survival stage. It's comfortable. It's familiar. We know that level of stress and crisis. When you enter the aligned and legacy phase, there's a lot more pleasure and joy, which is a whole separate conversation. A lot of people don't know how to enjoy their success. And so we work on that from a mindset as well. But stress management and resilience is, looks very, very different in the aligned and legacy phase. And we bring in experts. And I coach on it myself from a mindset perspective on how to sit in the discomfort when you're sitting in that level of leadership. We work on higher level um, wealth management, as I explained, budgeting, managing cash flow, minimizing expenses, tax strategy, risk management, all of that. Accounting, This is where we also work on mental health. So really understanding the mindfulness stress management practices, but also understanding how to create a work environment that prioritizes mental health, but doesn't turn you into the mental health counselor. What happened in COVID in the peak of the lockdowns is compassion fatigue. We brought in Dr. Sherry Walling, who is a psychologists who spoke a lot about compassion fatigue when we are constantly being there for our people for their mental health struggles we develop compassion fatigue we are so exhausted mentally and emotionally fatigued from listening to everyone's challenges and so when you're on the aligned and legacy phase building the right mental resilience for yourself but then also understanding how to build an inclusive company culture that really helps and supports everyone's own mental health, but not in any way that derails your company, right? You can't have every Monday and Thursday, people taking off mental health days. There has to be accountability, but there also has to be empathy. And this is a skill and it's an art and it's a science. And we talk about this a lot inside of the legacy group. We work on hiring, um, how to create job descriptions, how to understand the difference between help and talent, how to make sure you're hiring talent and skill and not just hiring help and people that could just help you during this season, but also support talent for the next growth, right? For the next level of growth as well. We discuss about diversifying and inclusion in your hiring process and everything related to hiring This is where we focus a lot on project management and operations, creating project timelines, managing resources, optimizing workflows, helping your leadership team understand how to set up project management workflows when they are designing the Mother's Day breakfast or the Winter Wonderland or the Father's Day brunch or the back to school night or the end of year graduation or anything that you do in so, or the thanksgiving dinner or the christmas party anytime they're doing any of these events it requires planning it requires conceptualizing the way that it's going to work. It requires creating the team that's going to execute. It requires a timeline and a budget. It's a project and they need to understand their capacity to run the project while they're maintaining all regular school activity. This is the breakage, right? They know how to do the project. They know how to do the maintenance of regular school activity. They don't know how to merge the two of them. This is where a lot of schools burn themselves out and this is why a lot of times you'll notice seasons of crisis pop up during big events that you're running. It doesn't have to be like that. There could be more efficiency uh, created with higher level skills. So this is what we work on in the aligned and legacy phase. Social media, marketing, everything associated with understanding customer engagement, relationship building to foster your brand loyalty. So There's so much to think about when we think about the aligned and legacy phase, right? It's kind of like this, you know, hallmark of leadership where schools are waiting and excited about, you know, coming to this stage of building their center. But there's a lot of work that happens inside of here. And it's an exciting stage to be in. It's an exciting stage to stay in. And overall, the, main, the maintenance of the quality and values and empowering the team and understanding the content and the strategy that you need to learn along with the mindset, along with the types of community and people that you need to be around. Hopefully was super insightful for you in today's conversation. So this really wraps up our series here. I love talking about the pyramid of excellence. This is you know, our proprietary process. And if you followed us until now, and you listen to every episode on the pyramid of excellence, I am confident that you are curious, even a little bit about our directors in our circle or our Owners HQ program. And I would love to invite you for a right fit call, a conversation with myself to assess, is this the right season? What stage of the pyramid are you in? What do you wanna focus on? What are your current goals? What are your long-term goals? And how can we possibly, Schools of Excellence, support you in this next level of growth? You can click the link in the show notes to apply. Thanks so much for joining me. Really appreciate our time together every single week, and especially for joining me for this series. Thanks so much. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there. I want to invite you to join me for the strategic summer workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.